This is the Real Estate Investing Abundance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Allen. I know you're excited to get into today's show, but I have a very exciting announcement to share with you before moving to the show. We've just launched a complimentary and comprehensive webinar that, among other things, shows you how to legally use passive real estate investing to reduce your taxes, recession-proof your nest egg, and take the sting out of inflation. If you are curious to learn more, go to steetalker.com forward slash webinar. It is complimentary and only takes a couple of minutes of your time. Once again, that is steetalker.com forward slash webinar. I'll see you in the webinar. Enjoy today's show. Hello, enlightened investors. Welcome back to Real Estate Investing Abundance. I'm your host, Dr. Allen, and it is a pleasure to be back with you again today. We have a very interesting topic, and we're going to take a look today at how investors can stop paying capital gains, interest income, dividend income, rental income, and royalties with a special tool known as the Spendthrift Trust. And with us today is Sally Gemmon, and she is an expert in this area. She has worked with investors and 1099 income earners to save federal taxes with this special Spendthrift Trust. And the Spendthrift Trust is legally patented and is in the IRS tax code 643B. And Sally is going to us inform us about this particular tool. So, Sally, take us into the show and share a memorable experience that helped you to be the person that you are today. I'm going to take you back to when I was five years old. My father was in graduate school at University of Pittsburgh. We were living in townhouses uh, right next to the old uh, Three River Stadium. You know, Pittsburgh got, it got torn down. I saw in a magazine about a lemonade stand. It was going to be $10. I talked to my mom and said, I want to do this. And she goes, I'll lend you the $10. You'll pay me back. You can sell lemonade. Well, in the uh, where the townhouses were, they wouldn't let us sell a, set up a lemonade stand. You know, I was devastated. I don't know if my next door neighbor, who was a Pittsburgh Steeler, his name was Joe Green. He was not mean Joe Green. There were three Joe Greens on the Steelers at that time. I don't know if he talked talk to uh, Mr. Rooney or if Mr. Rooney heard it. My brother went to a school with Mr. Rooney, did a lot of volunteer work. He came to the townhouse door, knocked up, knocked on the door. My mom, who's from Ireland, answers the door and he goes, hi. He, he goes, do you know who I am? And she goes, no. Only person in Pittsburgh who doesn't know who the Rooneys are. He goes, I would like your daughter. I heard what happened. If she can come on Saturday after football practice, she can sell her lemonade. My grandfather who lived there, He's like, I'll drive you. I'll go to the card table, everything else. I had, uh, my mom had, I don't know if you remember those old bank books, you know, the, the little, uh, where you wrote your things down. So she, $10 for the uh, lemonade stand. She charged me for the sugar. I had to pay $5 to my older brother. I had to pay my grandfather to come help me. So my next door neighbor, who was a defense event, he was the biggest man I've ever seen. He was six foot eight, huge. He's like, you, buy lemonade from her. So you all these <laughs> Football players are buying lemonade, every, everything else. My grandfather's getting autographs. Have an amazing Saturday afternoon. We pack everything up, take it back. We put the lemonade stand into the shed. And this is 1972 before they won their first Super Bowl. 
Hurricane Agnes comes up the Ohio, Ohio River, floods everything, and my lemonade, my cardboard lemonade stand was demolished. I, I can remember my mom opening the, the shed and she's like, don't worry, you made enough money. I made $168 after all my expenses. And I looked at her and I go, no, I didn't. And I think that's where my aunt, where, where I became, I, I've always quested to do more, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, great story. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that. Thank you. Well, what started your journey on this uh, avenue towards the trust? It is certainly not something that the IRS goes out and publicizes. Exactly. I'm in a real, uh, national real estate group. I was in the Phoenix group, but uh, one of the instructors, Garrett Gunderson, he wrote a book called What the Rockefellers Do. The new title, it's still out there, but it's called What Billionaires Do. I had read the book before I joined my real estate group. I was doing notes, uh, bank-owned properties, wholesaling nationwide. And in July of 2020, I took down uh, the deal of the week. It was a $20,000 contract for a bank-owned reverse mortgage house in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. It's going to go to auction for $50,000. I don't have to do any hammering, advertising, anything else. I'm going to make a nice $30,000 spread. Only problem, July 2020, I had to wait 13 months. It didn't go to auction until uh, August 28, 2021. I went back to the book, What the Rockefellers Do, and I started taking down names, calling people, Googling people. I found th this trust the Rockefellers and the U.S. presidents have, and I found the law for a private law firm in Texas that has a patent on the trust. I became their client, and then I started teaching, I, I mastermind in my real estate group, because as you know, as real estate investors, interest income from doing passive investing, like my notes, capital gains, uh, short-term and long-term, rental income, yes, you can take depreciation, but why not save as much money as possible? I started teaching in uh, Mastermind My Real Estate Group. When my house, $20,000, went for auction August 28th, it went up to $64,000. So yay, Sally, I made $64,000 just waiting. But even more important, on that one real estate deal, I saved $10,550 in capital gains and haven't looked back since. I just moved to North Carolina last year, last March from Phoenix. I registered my car in North Carolina in the trust. The uh, trust pays for my car insurance. The trust pays for my gas. This year, I filed 1041 federal taxes, but I didn't file any state taxes because North, North Carolina does not know I exist here. So it's an amazing thing. It's going to save you taxes. It's going to keep your information 100% private. And then the most important thing, I can't stop you from being sued, Dr. Allen, but you will pay no judgments if you're sued. So the lawsuit goes away because the concept is the trust owns everything, but you control everything. And they can't sue the trust. They can only sue the individual. And a little bit more history, if you don't mind. I came out to North Carolina for Christmas and I looked at my bank account uh, January 12th, 2020. And I sent uh, I, the guy who ran my real estate group in Phoenix, I sent him a simple text saying, hey, what happened to our agreement? Uh, I didn't get paid enough. On January 13th, we had a scheduled Zoom and Mr. Jekyll showed up and he's just like, you're calling me a liar. You're calling me a thief. I'm like, I only sent a simple text. That's all I sent. And he says, I'm going to put your put your mastermind on hold for six weeks because I don't trust you. And I'm like, well, I'm not a human yo-yo. I'm devastated. Uh, my coach said, you need to find another real estate group. There, there's national chap There's chapters all over. You need to move and you need to start doing your own business. So in March of 2020, 
I started the Trust Is You, and I'm talking to podcast interviews, getting on stages, uh, holding seminars, because I this information, the rich know about it. Even average human beings should know about it. The average person joining my real estate group is a 56-year-old man trying to save money for retirement. I mean, if you do a fix and flip or a wholesale deal for $50,000, capital gains on that would be $13,900. That's a lot of money. And so many people don't know tax situations. You know, you, 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 flip, you wholesale a house in March of 2022, you don't pay those taxes until April 15th, 2024, and you might not have the money at that time. And then you have to pay penalties on top of the capital gains. So thank you for letting me get the word out to everybody. Well, Sally, this is just really, uh, really fascinating. So just take us through uh, this process. What's step number one in setting up uh, the trust? Correct. First, finding out about it. Then contact me. I will send you a contract. It is a contract. It's five pages. You can fill it out. Back May 31st, I had a gentleman. Actually, it was May 18th. He filled it out. He was selling his marketing company, 49 shares in the marketing company. He filled out the information. He he got it's a new EIN number so and paperwork to open up the bank account. His partners who went to go pay pay him for his 49 shares, they paid the new bank account and then he paid for the trust on June 1st. So he was able to start the trust, not pay for it until he got the money into his account. Once it's set up, there's an entire team behind you uh, to help you transition, like how to put your car in the trust, how to put your home in the trust, how to put uh, your assets, everything else. One of my clients has 85 Burr, um, if you know what the Burr strategy is. He was extremely frustrated. He he kept going to his accountant. He paid, he was paying $153,000 every single year in interest income. And his CPA said, stop buying so many houses. Well, his friend referred him to me. The friend got a $600 uh, referral bonus. He's now saving that money. And then he had to change the deed on all the houses to put them in there. But he's saving $153,000 every year. And now he's even putting more houses in it. So it's a little bit of paperwork. It's a little bit, you know, finding out information. But I'm here to teach you. The team's here to teach you uh, when you do. I'll be honest, the, trust, uh, the cost of one trust, if it's a business trust for 1099 income or the uh, beneficial trust for investors, one trust is $20,500. You have a retainer with a CPA who knows how to file the 1041 return. And the CPA will work with your local, your, your CPA to teach them how to do it. So, you know, the CPA might be in California or we've got some in Texas who know how to do this. You decide if you want to stay with your own CPA or not. And you know, again, questions, you know, here, how to do, there's three exhibits. Exhibit A are your assets. Maybe it's crypto. Maybe it's royalties. Maybe it's real estate. Exhibit B is your vehicles, vehicle identification number, what you paid for the car. My car is a 2015 car. It's what I paid for the car. And then exhibit C is furniture and everything else in it. When you have the beneficial spendthrift trust, the only three things it does not pay for, so people know about this, are food, fun, and fashion. So my car, 2015, it's ugly. It's been hit a few times, but I originally the cost that I paid for it was $27,500. I can do a demand letter tax-free up to $27,500 for, for, uh, for my food, fun, and fashion tax-free. 
You can do it two different ways. You can keep the receipts and do one uh, demand letter at the end of the uh, end of the month, or you can take two thousand dollars out to just have you know. So you know, I'm going to buy Wrigley's gum. I'm going to go out to dinner with my wife. You know, however you like to do it. But it sounds a little complicated. But my clients after two months are like, oh, this is easy to do. I understand exactly. Enlightened investors, if you haven't done so already, be sure and click that like button and also click that share so others can take advantage of the content. And finally, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single one of our upcoming episodes. Can you clarify that a bit for me? Because I'm a bit confused on the demand mm -hmm. letter and how it is that you get the fun things in life into the spendthrift. Correct. So I just won five custom homes here in Union County. The price of the custom homes, uh, what we pay, what we're going to pay the uh, for the more, um, it, it, they were upset bids. It's three three point five million dollars. We're selling them for more than that. I did it through my trust, so now my trust thinks I have three three point five million dollars. So if I decide I want to go on a cruise, a uh, six month cruise, and it, I'm not going to talk about business, I take six thousand dollars out of my trust and just say this is going for the cruise. It's tax free. Oh, okay. So it's, it, it's, it's earnings within the trust that you're taking for luxury correct. items. It's, it's whatever you paid you paid for the real estate, not what mm -hmm. you made on the real estate. So we're, we're going to sell all five houses for $4.8 but $4.8 will be in the trust. It will pay for my mortgage. It will pay for my lights, my water, everything else, but food, fun, and fashion – I, I can do a demand letter up to the 3.5 million, not the 4.8 million, if that makes sense. So, so what is the demand letter? A demand letter is a legal letter. You're just going to fill it out, saying how much you're you're taking with it. You're going to uh, put it in the trust, and then when you when you go to talk to C the CPA we we have for you or your own CPA, they will just it's a form that, uh, that will get filed with your 1041 returns, and because it's going against an asset in the trust, the actual cost value of the asset, there will be no taxes on that. So I have people saving thousands and thousands of dollars doing this. I mean, personally, th this this deal I'm talking about won't close until the end of the month. So, so far I have saved over $66,000 in capital gains just for my real estate. I have a crypto bot. I have, I stake crypto, uh, you know, my interest income on my notes, I'm saving that. It, it's an amazing thing. Fascinating, uh, indeed. So this is a patented process. Can you explain that to us? Because it is in, it's in the IRS code. So why would anyone need to go through this patented process? Correct, correct. Also, the trust has gone in front of the U.S. Supreme Court twice. Both times, the Supreme Court has favored this uh, Spendthrift Trust. It is tax code 643B. It does come from way back in England. I'm not going to give you the dates. I'm dyslexic. But when King Henry VIII started the Church of England, he was getting in trouble for chopping off his wives' heads. He went to go tax the lords and ladies. The lords and ladies of England went further back in history to the Magna Carta and said, wrong, King Henry, you can't do this. It's contract law from England. It came over to the United States while we were still a colony. The law firm I, I work on behalf of they have inherited a trust that is turning uh, 350 years old this year, 2023, you know, because it's contract law. 
the Rockefellers have this trust. They call it the office. It's seven generations old. It has almost 400 people under the same EIN number. So maybe the brother has this bank account. The sister has this bank account. This other brother, his his wife and his sister, uh, wife, his wife and brother have this account. You know, they, they kind of have separate bank accounts, but it goes from generation to generation. Do you know about 1031 exchange to avoid capital yes. gains? Uh, yeah. Only problem with it. First off, there's a timeline. Does away with the 1031 timeline, and then the other situation is you have to keep kicking that 1031 exchange down the line. I'm dealing. I've dealt with nine different people whose parents did a 1031 exchange and all of a sudden they didn't, they're not into real estate. You know, parents are older or pass away. And now the child has gotten a tax bill from 1990 going, I don't know what this is. And they've inherited this tax bill. So it's going to avoid because it goes from generation to generation. There's no probate. There's no inheritance tax because it's all within the trust. It saves families. You know, I have my two brothers, my two sister-in-laws, nine nieces and nephews, two great nieces and nephews in the trust. It doesn't help W-2 income earners. So they're all W-2 income earners. So I purposely buy silver coins for everyone for their birthday and Christmas. So they have a they have something in the trust for themselves. Wow, uh, fascinating. So it doesn't work for W-2 earners and okay. it is going to be difficult for anyone who does not have a substantial income to get into it unless you have a relative like you. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, I, I try to keep it as, as low as possible. If you know Grant Cardone, I have a recording of him saying he doesn't want people to know about the trust. So if he comes into your area and you're looking at a possible wholesale deal and you're only going to make 8% rate of return on it, Grant Cardone can swoop in, make that 8%, Save uh, the 23, uh, 23.8% on it, make a 30% rate of return. He too has a license just to sell the beneficial trust, not for the um, the business trust. I'm helping tons of uh, 1099 income earners that way. But he only talks about this trust to the people who pay him $100,000 a year and sells the same beneficial trust for $50,000. I don't have Grant Cardone's backing. I don't have Grant, you know, things, but... My, my goal is to help the average person who's in real estate. You know, if, if you're going to wholesale three houses in a year, maybe you need this. If you're going to, one, one of my clients, uh, he was wholesaling houses. His wife is an artist. I told her I have a friend who's in the meta world. She's like, I've never heard of meta world. So I introduced the two of them. So last year, uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, she put up one of her pictures up in the meta world for $1,000 and sold it in four, four hours. She's like, oh, this is easy. So then she decided she was going to do one picture of 100, you know, a, a contract that way. She sold all 14 pictures in the meta world in 14 days before Christmas. She's like, this is so, you know, she's, it's her artwork. Her husband saved over uh, $24,000 with the trust because of his wholesaling the houses. She saved $23,800 in 2023. Now, so far, uh, she sent me she sent me a note April 1st. She's done seven series like uh, seven series. The first picture is 1099. They don't have a business trust, but picture two through 100, she's making $99,000 off of that. So her two, 2023 taxes, she's going to save over $196,000 just on her royalties doing this. They've paid off their house. They paid off their two cars. 
They're, they're a young family with three kids, two in school, one's uh, younger than that. Her husband retired himself from in the insurance world. He walks his two older kids to school, picks them up after school. I don't know if you remember the book, The Millionaire Next Door, like how regular people, they're, they're happy and he's telling, he's sending people to me too. And I do have an affiliate agreement. If someone refers me and when I get paid on the trust, I do send $600 to the referral uh, fee. So he's made seven referrals doing this because I'm trying, my goal is to just help people know about this. It's not taught in school. We don't know about it in high school. We don't know about it in college. I just had a Zoom yesterday with a gentleman who has uh, five apartment buildings in the Bronx. His CPA, it was him, his CPA and myself. And I'm telling him, you know, a book for you to read is uh, Scott Scott Archer on Trust, Exhibit 5. And he's like, I've never heard of that book. And then he's Googling it. While we're, and he goes, oh, maybe I should read this. I'm a CPA. I've, I've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. So th- th- that's why 97% of the trusts out there just avoid going through probate and dissolve. I mean, it, it this is going to save you federal taxes, keep your information private, and then pay no judgments when you get sued, uh, Dr. Allen. And I appreciate you having me on your show. Well, we're delighted that you are with us. So there are two types of trusts that you work with, the beneficial and the business. Can you tell us what is the difference between the two? Correct. The 1099, uh, I'm sorry, the business trust is for 1099 income earners. I have some uh, some people who are doing affiliate marketing and still working their W-2 job. Their W-2 job can't go into it, but anything they're doing, affiliate marketing, a real estate agent, several of my real estate agents have another, you know, a W-2 job, but real estate agent on the weekends, they're going to save taxes on that. Again, between 10% to 37%, whatever your tax rate, there's seven different rates, whatever your tax rate there is, that's what you'll send year after year. The beneficial trust, it, again, for any investors, I do have in my real estate group, I have six nurses and five teachers, one, one teacher is now retired, who have the beneficial trust. Their income from being a nurse or being a teacher, the one who the teacher who retired who has a pension, that can't come into the trust. But the trust will not hold any LLCs, S Corps or C Corps. That's statutory law. So what's in North Carolina is not the same that's in Florida or what's in Arizona. So you shut down your LLCs, you stop paying K1s March 15th. I don't know how much you were paying for K1s, but in Arizona, I was paying $300 for, uh, I had six LLCs. I shut down, got to save that. I moved those 12 notes into the trust. I only talked to my servicer. They're the only ones who are changing it. The notes, they don't know I have this trust. I don't need to talk about that. So I get paid into my new bank account with uh, from the servicer. If I sell the note, they'll pay the new bank account. That property in Rocky Mount, I had bought it with my LLC. When I started the trust in September, I bought the property in July. I Googled simple bill of sale. I I printed it up, drove to my bank, had it notarized, went home, scanned it. I'm in Phoenix. I scanned it to the attorney in Raleigh. The next day, the attorney in Raleigh says, I need the first page of your trust. I scanned that, sent it to him. He had the new bank account. Two hours of work at most, Googling, scanning, driving. I got to save $10,550. On the two bill of sales, the one bill of sales said, I, from my LLC to Sally Gimmon, I'm selling Rocky Mount, North Carolina property on September 22nd. Second bill of sales says Sally Gimmon is selling uh, 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 September 22nd to the trust Rocky Mount, North Carolina property. And at the bank, there was a dollar consideration 
I, the person at the bank thought I was crazy. I'm like, here's a dollar from the LLC to Sally. Here's a dollar from Sally to the, to the trust. She, she just marked it in the book that consideration had been offered. And that's all I had to do with my notes. Same situation from an LLC to my name, from my name to the trust name. And, you know, just a little bit of paperwork. I know people don't like paperwork, but to save taxes, there's a lot I would do for paperwork. Well, yeah, for sure. Well, fascinating information. And Sally, we are out of time here today. Thank you so much for sharing with us today this very, very valuable information. And I know that uh, many real estate investors are going to want to find out more about this. Thank you for being with us today, Sally. Thank you, Dr. Allen. I, I hope I've given you and your listeners some some things to think about. It might not be for everyone, but at least now they have information that they didn't have before. Absolutely. Thank you, Sally. Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. Enlightened investors, wait, wait, don't go just yet. I just want to remind you about our recently launched webinar that you will not want to miss. If you're at all curious and would like to learn more about how real estate investing can diversify your investment portfolio, alleviate the anxiety associated with Wall Street swings, leverage your 401ks and IRAs to substantially increase the return on your investment, and do all of this with turnkey, hands-off, passive real estate investments, then you'll want to immediately go to stetalker.com forward slash webinar. In the webinar, we'll also address the common dubious investment schemes that you want to avoid. To access the webinar, go to stetalker.com forward slash webinar. I look forward to seeing you in the webinar. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance brought to you by Steve Talker Capital a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steve Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at stevetalker.com.